welcome to your Halloween season. Creepy, spooky tales. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Once upon a dark, cold, wintry night, laid a cabin deep in the dark, dense forest, forbidden from light, forbidden from life. It was old, it was damaged, and it looked like death. Its roof was torn from the winters before, the centuries, the decades before, the passage of the new era. Nestled deep down a gem of history, hidden from the modern day, Who lived in this cabin? Who laid their head at night? The windows were shattered, broken glass everywhere. The feeling that you got as you walked upon it felt cold. Not many people knew of this cabin. It had an eerie sense, but somehow a young soul entwined in its fate to reach the cabin's stepping stones. This young, naive, innocent, beautiful young woman named Lucy was ever so unlucky to come upon this space. As she approached the cabin from her trail of hiking, She stopped dead in her tracks and almost felt 
her heart drop. She didn't know why. She didn't know how come she was there, but her feet stood in front of the doorway. She slowly thought to herself, should I turn around? Should I leave? Should I walk away? But something eerie and distant was whispering to her. Lucy. 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 Come. Come closer. She looked upon the twisted trees and slowly realized that the sun was leaving. The light of the sky was distant as it turned into the moonlight iridescence of night. She realized the dark was upon her as she looked around. She didn't see her path. She couldn't find her trail. All she saw was the stepping stones of the pathway. She pulled out her phone and it was dead. Silent. It didn't turn on. She had a little fanny pack. She held her breath and let out a sigh. She knew something was upon her. A cold wind that almost felt frozen. It felt dark, lonely, and it felt a little bit angry. In this old pathway, she saw energies. She saw dark streams of fog. She held her breath and she knew she must walk it to the door. Unimaginable fears approached her. Her heart almost did not beat. She felt like she couldn't move, but she knew she had to move. She had to take a step. The forest from her trail was covered in pitch black. And she said, I need help. I need help. I need help. And she began to walk to the door. It was quiet, but eerie and dark. She felt a fear. She felt something was not right. She looked inside. 
the door was slightly open. She said, hello? 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 No answer. The door creaked open. Hello? She couldn't feel her heartbeat. She couldn't feel anything. She was unentained if this was even real. Is this a dream? Am I really here? She thought. Hello? Then she saw a shadow. It was dark. And then she heard a voice. It was gentle and kind, but it was hollow, lifeless. The voice said, come in. She said, I don't know if I'm able to. She slowly took a step. Another one. One more. The door closed. She was four steps into the newest, darkest energy of her life. She saw a woman sitting in a chair. She said, hi. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to believe this, but I was on my trail and I don't know what happened, but um, somehow I came off my trail and I got lost. And now my phone is not working. Do you have a phone by chance? Nothing. The woman looked. Her eyes felt dark and soulless. No, she said. I don't. Lucy took in another sigh. She thought, how am I going to... How am I going to get out of here <laughs> oh she said um where can I go for help um I need to call my fiance Steve he'll be looking for me she thought maybe if she expressed that people would be looking for her that would make a difference. The woman looked back. Who needs help out here? You're in the forest. Her presence was ominous. 
a reputation that Lucy did not know. Her name was unknown. The cities around her have often spoke of a dark shadow of a woman in the night, a dark witch, an old soul who would walk by and collect stones. No presence was really known. No family has ever been seen, but they knew she lived in a cabin. Nobody dared to cross her path or to knock on her door. People believed she had unimaginable powers. She was capable of bringing fear and darkness all around. While it was never proven, there has been a recent unsolved case of kidnappings of young, beautiful women went missing. It was not Lucy's fault that this gloomy evening, as the clouds gathered around the forest, felt so deep and serene, almost like a surrender to the darkness, a passageway to the night that she somehow left her easy walked trail and ended up on the porch of the woman of the night. But there she was. This gloomy night almost felt a little bit mystic, baffled. It was a mystery or a tale that would go on for centuries of how the woman of the night kept living through decades. While Lucy was venturing her normal trail, she never thought that she would get lost. But here she was, face to face. As the lights flickered from the lanterns, Lucy began to feel a little bit more uneasy. The trembling began to hit the jaw, the stomach was shallow. Lucy said, <laughs> okay, so if I decide to walk back, do you have a lantern or a flashlight I can use? No, the woman said. She knew it was too late as she already had approached the cabin and her cautious tales of staying away from darkness began to fade away because she was in the deep mystical part of the still. Lucy said, I'm gonna try to, um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to like, you know, walk out of here and um, I'm gonna try to get back 
to my normal route. So if anybody comes looking for me, it might be my fiance named Steve. Um, oh my gosh, a tear dropped. Lucy was completely speechless, utterly unamused of her current situation. The stillness kept her foot directly in front of the woman. She looked up. She saw a cobweb as the woman sat in her chair. Speechless. The cobweb clung to the corners. It was getting colder and darker. Lucy kept thinking, do I leave? Do I stay? What do I do? The night was chilling upon her. Cold. The echoes of the creatures of the night began to howl. The woman effortlessly remained unspoken and just watched. Suddenly Lucy heard a voice. Peering from the shadow behind the woman. It was her sister. She looked a little bit younger. She whispered, hi. Um, are you okay? Lucy said, no, I'm lost. She said, oh, my name's Marana. Um, welcome. But her presence seemed so ill-mannered. While her welcome greeted her with a smile, something malice, something not right, was with her fingers. They looked stained. Lucy was looking at her fingertips. She was young. She was tall very thin and frail, but there was a wicked pattern about her. She smiled. Um, I can try to help you in the morning. Why don't you stay the night? The woman said. Lucy bit her lip. Another sigh left her body. Um, you know, I'm thinking I probably should. 
It's getting dark out there. I mean, it's pitch black. I can't even see anything. And I asked her, is that your mom? Moronic giggles. <laughs> no, it's my sister. But yeah, you should stay the night. Terrified. Hopeless. Lucy sighed. Um, I don't know. I should probably try to walk back. Do you guys have a flashlight or a lantern I can borrow? Marana's voice grew a little bit deeper. And Lucy knew. As the walls began to seem a little bit closed in, the shadow was deepened. The air grew thick and thicker and thicker and thicker. It was dreaded silence. We don't have anything, Marana said. You can stay or you can leave. It's up to you. Lucy said, I think I will stay. And then in the morning I can leave and I can try to find my way back to town. Marana said, yeah, stay. The old woman got up from her chair and slowly walked away. Marana said, Good night, sister. She looked pale, frail, and old, speechless. She walked away. Marana said, sit down, Lucy. Lucy said, I didn't tell you my name. Oh. You didn't? Marana said. No. Did I? I'm sure you did. Sit down. Lucy took a seat where the old woman sat before Marana gazed at her and said, I need to tell you something. And Lucy said, yeah? What? Marana smiled. You're never leaving. Lucy said, what? She got up. What do you mean I'm never leaving? Are you crazy? (laughs) Oh, Marana laughed. You're never leaving. You walked into a cabin without permission. You were not invited. You were not welcomed. You just walked in. 
Lucy said, I knocked on the door. Nobody said anything. What was I supposed to do? I've been lost out there. I don't know. Everything got so dark so quick. And the next thing I know, I'm completely lost. Marana said, are you scared? Are you scared that you came upon a cabin of witches? Lucy said, what? What? <laughs> Marana laughed. You know, you can't leave. Lucy said, I'm fucking leaving. I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'm leaving. Lucy ran to the door as fast as she could. She went to open it, but it was shut. The creaky, frail door was stuck. Lucy said, please let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. She was holding the door so tight. Let me out. Marana was in the background watching. Lucy tried to open each window one by one and it was shut, locked. <laughs> oh, Lucy, you're so beautiful. You're so gorgeous, Marana said. began to cry she was I just want to go home I just want to go back to my fiance see my parents <laughs> Marana walked up by her and said slowly into her ear cry Lucy couldn't help herself. She was already crying. The fear was streaking in echoes throughout the cabin. <laughs> she kept crying and crying. The howling of her tears and fears grew louder. Marana laughed for each cry and echo that she screamed fed her soul, fed the soul of Marana. She lived off the fear, the fear. She told Lucy. I am going to eat you for dinner. <laughs> Your beautiful flesh will make a beautiful stew in my cauldron. I will feed it to my sister. How old do you think she is? Lucy was speechless. What? My cauldron. In the back. Is boiling. 
it's been waiting for someone like you. Lucy said, am I going to die tonight? No. Not tonight, Marana said. I have to keep you alive to cry for three more days and nights. Bring all the fear out, all the terror, until you're ready. And then you will. Lucy's tears just kept going. Crying, crying, day one passed, the light shined upon the cabin, Lucy thought, they're going to find me today, they're going to find me, she was optimistic, wow, Lucy had that beautiful power about her, smart, intelligent, beautiful and very optimistic she filled herself with beautiful resilience she said they will be looking for my my know my family will be looking for me she thought to herself as she laid in front the front window as Marana and his sister went about their day Lucy tried to break the glass multiple times and they would laugh at her because it never broke. It didn't shatter. It didn't move. It was like a light force was covering it. An evil spirit all contained in that cabin. She couldn't even think of what she could do. She just thought. They're coming for me. I know they're coming for me. Steve has to be looking for me. Day two. Nobody. Marana walked up to her and said, (laughs) Honey, Sweetheart, Lucy, let it all out. Your fears, your agony, your deep, dark energy, let it out. (sighs) The last cry. The last cry. (laughs) Lucy set off a huge cry on her second night. The cry was heard so far, it echoed the forest that fell silent one more night. 
the cabin was absorbed in horror, death, an epic energy of evil lurked around within its walls. Marana said, tomorrow's your night. You will give me another life. Lucy was empty inside. Her cries were almost gone. The fear began to leave. The terror was ever so present. She knew she was summoned. She knew Marana fed off the fear. She knew that was her power, was to take her fear. Every time Lucy cried, Marana laughed. She said, let it out, let out the cries. Lucy looked at her and said, I have nothing left to let out. Cook me now. Marana smiled. You're not ready. Let out the cries. Lucy said, I am ready. I have no more cries in me. Day two slowly turned to night. Lucy sat there and began to feed herself her memories, her beautiful memories. She thought, I love Steve so much. I love Steve so much. I just want him to be happy without me. I hope he doesn't spend his whole life looking for me. She said to herself. Marana heard it. What are you, what? He might be trying to find you. Why don't you cry for him? Scream and hallow. He might hear you. Maybe he's looking on the trail. Lucy said, no. I can't change what has already happened. I just hope he's happy. Marana said, he's probably around the corner. Aren't you going to go out with a fight? I heard there were people looking for you, putting up flyers. That's so funny. Lucy was numb. Her body felt empty, but she had this light about her that just refused to go away. Marana saw it. She wanted it. She wanted it for herself. It was a thirst, a quench, a satisfaction she could not contain on her own. 
Lucy was laughing. <laughs> she goes, one time, <laughs> when I first met Steve, um, he took me on a blind date. Oh my God. He locked the keys in the car and we had to, oh gosh, it was, Veronica goes, shut up. Shut up. Stop laughing. You are about to die tomorrow. Lucy goes, I don't care. Silence. Lucy said selfishly, I would stay for Steve. Unselfishly, I don't want him to spend his whole life looking for me. He'll know when I'm gone. You can have me. The bond between Steve and Lucy was unmatched. They met on a blind date. Inseparable since. Two peas in a pod. Goofy. Everybody thought they were couple goals. But Steve loved her. She loved him. And selfishly, she knew he would know. Marana looked so disgusted. A witch stuck in a cabin for centuries living and prying off the fear of others. The one she's kidnapped before Lucy. The one she's tortured and gruesomely endowed for her own. Her old, wrecked, ratchet sister managed to stay alive for decades. More than 10 Marana, feeding off the light energy of others, feeding off the hope that one day she would be worthy for every past indulgence, every past desire to remain alive, to feed off the souls. Day three came. Lucy woke up. It was her last sigh. The cabin was absorbed with horror. The becoming of evil lurked in the wind. Marana was gone. Lucy almost looked for her. She vanished. Marana? Lucy thought she saw a shadow on the corner of the woods 
as she peered out the window. The shadow looked back at her, but there was no face. She looked at the old chair where the woman would sit. Nobody was there. Lucy thought, was this a dream? Am I alive? Am I dead? She opened up the door. Marana vanished because her thirst for fear would never be satisfied. Because Lucy surrendered herself for love for what and everything she knew she had the legend has it that the cursed cabin still stands haunting in the depths of the woods and the forest the witch's curse lives within all of us of finding the energy of moving forward off of fear instead of love. And the moonlight will become tied to the howls of the darkness. A chilling whisper of Marana can still be heard, warning all those who dance within fear instead of the acceptance of light.